Weekend Report, and I'm your host, Maureen Aylward. Our topic, we're talking trash and litter in the city. <laughs> and my guests are Melissa Cox, Gloucester Counselor at Large, Patty Amaral, uh, and you're with People Against Litter, and Donna Artisoni, and you're with One Hour at a Time, gang. Thank you. Yeah, yeah welcome to Keep Thank in you. Report. Thank you for Thank having you. us. Okay, we're going to talk some trash here. We love we're talking trash. talking yeah. about littering. Yeah. <laughs> Why does it our favorite subject. That? Your favorite subject. Yeah. Um, let's let's talk about the issues with litter, and, and uh, I'm very curious about how it happens. So, we know that people, the majority of people, don't do it on purpose. They don't litter on purpose. But yet, there's trash around. Terrible. There's trash, you know, caught in in gutters. There's trash caught in like, you know hedges and on sidewalks and you know, we see it all the time and some people do throw litter out the window yeah. on the highway and so what do you what do you think patty let's start with you what do you see and what do you think about where the trash mm. comes from well i think it's a multifaceted problem i really don't think it's just one thing it's just so many things and it's hard to stop all of them you know, like the overflowing dumpsters, the archaic recycling bin, the fact that people do litter. Cigarettes are a huge litter problem. And I just cleaned up Derby Street just before I came here. And I mean, there was hundreds of them. So, you know, I'm, I, I'm not even sure what the answer is, but there's a lot to it. Yeah, Donna, what do you see? Cigarette butts are probably the number one issue because people don't think of them as litter. And that is something we need to prevent mm -hmm. and teach people mm. not that it is litter. I had one gentleman say, well, I threw it down the drain. I'm like, that's oh, even yeah. better. I hear that a lot. You know, meaning <laughs> that they thought they were doing the right, right thing. thing. So the right, education right. of mm. litter, we have butt butlers all over the city. Use them. Mm -hmm. And that's a, I think that's a great prevention of the litter. Mm -hmm. Melissa, what do you see? Um, I see a lot in the neighborhoods, especially on Trash Day. Uh, there's a reason why we have three wind turbines in our city. It's very windy. Mm. So, I mean, if people could hold on to their trash, if they don't have a covered bin when it's windy out, uh, even the slightest breeze, we've got very lightweight items in our recycling bin. So I would encourage people to purchase a covered bin um, and then not overflow it so the lid is secure. Um, the trash guys are great about making sure the lid is tucked back in the barrel mm -hmm. or um, the one I have is a hinge lid. So it's, good, yeah. it's great. I love it. It was best investment. I've had mine for probably seven years now. And they can't be that expensive. They're no, really Ace not. Or, that, you know. Ace, you know, and I'm looking at different avenues for some grants so we can maybe offset and work with a local business to offer discounts um, mm -hmm. plus offset with any grant that I can find. Mm -hmm. So so you've been collecting, Donna and, and Patty have been out there, and Melissa, I know mm -hmm. you're part of the One, uh, one, hour, one hour, hour at a Time gang, and you're out there collecting trash. Are there places where you see a lot of trash yes. um, mm -hmm. on a regular basis mm -hmm. in, well, in our Gloucester? Open, our open pl uh, spaces, I'm on the Open Space Committee too, and um, it just seems that open spaces, like, you know, there's a lot of partying going on too. You know, we clean the beach. Um, I bet if I went to Good Harbor right now, I bet 60% of it would be alcohol. And that's huge. Even in the summer, it's huge too, because I feel like 
okay, people are drinking, obviously, a lot, and then they're getting in their car. Mm -hmm. And so it's, you're not, it's not even just a litter problem. Then you get into that problem of you know, driving under and hurting somebody right. else. So. Well, yeah. leaving things behind is a social, it's like a it's, social yeah. public yeah. issue, especially around here because we have the beaches. And people do leave all their they trash They do the leave beach. their trashes. What do you think? Is it just that they don't want to take it with them is this is it they're just too convenient maybe or they, yeah. maybe they're they not don't want their or... parents to see what they have in the back seat well, of course they if they're drinking too. like heavily like that but yeah. even mm -hmm. it, it it's i see like magnolia avenue which is such a pretty little bit and it's just trash just everywhere and then you have to try to get in where the bushes are and the poison ivy and you know it becomes really difficult mm -hmm. And again, we have to go back to preventing people from just tossing that coffee cup out the window. Yeah. A few things that we've found on our cleanup, especially when we like hike into Dogtown, is yeah. you know, there are some party spots back mm -hmm. there. Um, there was a, a lake area where we went and cleaned up one time too, and again another party area that's tucked way back. And you know, when we find them, we notify the police department that there's potential there. Uh, we take pictures, um, document everything, try to figure out how many bags of trash that we took. We try to set aside the recycling versus, um, there's, there's the redemption cans that are not squished, and then there's the recycling, which is the cans Classic. that are squished, and, and then other. So, I mean, <laughs> we, we've hiked out um, maybe 20, 30 bags in one cleanup. Yeah, one And cleanup. it's one hour at a time, gang. Right. Yeah. So it's one hour it's one of hour. maybe 10 or 15 people, if we're lucky, that go and pounce on these areas. And, I mean, it's amazing what we find it was sometimes. Yeah. So everybody can get involved in this. Everybody. 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 Oh, and yeah. everybody yeah. can just do their part. Yeah. By walking down the street and yeah. picking up trash. Mm -hmm. Why do you think people don't pick up trash that they, they walk by? Well, they by? probably think it like we were saying earlier, it's dirty and they don't have yeah. a glove. And, yeah. You know, we right. also, you have to be safe about picking up litter. It's not always a safe thing. You know, yeah. we have it with little children. We have cleanups with little children. We always tell the parent, you know, you have to, you know, be careful with the children because you never, you know, glasses, all kinds of things that can get hurt with. Mm -hmm. And I think people so. are kind of germ phobic. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. And, and who wants Just to do it? We, we'd rather plant flowers and have some fun, <laughs> right. really, but we feel like we, ha we have to do this. It's just, yeah. it, it's us. But it's a great social yeah. thing that we've done. I've met some wonderful people mm -hmm. being part of the One Hour at a Time gang. Um, we've met there's people that just moved to Gloucester, found out about um, Donna's committee, yeah. and yeah. signed up, joined us, and spent the entire summer coming and doing cleanups. There's and something it was just, really wonderful about clean up. When Not you're done, it's social, clean. You're done, it is clean. We all like to clean yeah, our house. Yeah, we, like, we did this with our own two hands. <laughs> we feel better after we clean our house. Yeah. I don't really want yeah. to. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Well, you feel better after after picking up trash. You do. You have more of um, a, a sense of accomplishment. Ownership. You did something and you're giving back. Yeah. And it's for yeah. everyone. And it's for the, the, yeah. the creatures of the ocean oh, and, and everybody, creatures who live yeah. in our city. You know, that's what PAL is so good about because PAL is people against litter and it's just sign up to clean up just in front of your home because it is daunting. I just was talking yes. to my friend Stacy Dexter right before I came in here and she does that to that's a road and she's like, Patty, it's incredible. And I'm going to meet her there tomorrow morning at 10 because it can be overwhelming. You mean the trash so that you see is If you yeah. just say, okay, how if you just walk out your door 
and you just keep that clean out front of your door. Mm -hmm. And if you live in, at a condo or something, you can always come to Dogtown mm -hmm. or the cemeteries. We can always use extra hands all always. the time. Always. In the we encourage you to, to come and join mm -hmm. any of our organizations. Because that goes back to what I always say, personal responsibility. If you own a shop on Main Street that. or Washington Street, yeah. just do it. Yeah, just just go out there and clean up the trash. Yeah, the yeah. not then with the little broom, you know, yeah. that it it doesn't yeah. take that much effort mm -hmm. right. to pick up in front of your own property. Mm -hmm. So I want to go back to the the nips issue, you know, the little bottles of alcohol yeah. uh, that people buy um, for multiple different reasons. Um, but it's a serious problem statewide. And, you know, Melissa, this question is for you. What have you been doing in Gloucester around the NIP issue? It's been recently in the paper and people might have right. heard about it. Salem started the initiative. Um, basically, a city councilor was... Um, Put, to, put together an order for the city council in Salem to sign and support, and they sent it into the state house. Um, I contacted uh, the Ward 1 city councilor there and borrowed the language, but when I put it forward to city council for support, I added the single-use water bottles because we find them as equal amounts as yeah. the nip bottles. Yeah, you see a lot um, of um, water bottles. Water bottles, that's water another bottles. one. It's yeah. probably the third um, most. And then <laughs> we, third most, yeah. you know, we brought it forward to city council. We, we signed the resolution. Um, it's nothing that can be done individually for cities and towns. It has oh. to be a statewide initiative. Oh, okay. mm -hmm. um, so but, it's going to go to the state house. And uh, we sent a copy to... And Margaret Fronte, Bruce Tarr, and um, the person that's moving the bill forward. Um, what kind of restrictions would be put on NIPS? Would they be banned altogether, or what? What could happen some statewide? Some communities have banned them I, I altogether. I think that's good. What we what we <laughs> did with too. City Council, what we're supporting, is um, a five cent redemption. I know that there is at least one city town in. Massachusetts that did a complete ban. Um, I'm for that too. If it doesn't, if we don't get anywhere with the state level, we need mm. to take ownership of it on a Gloucester level. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and that to me is in implementing a ban. Mm -hmm. Do you think you'd get any pushback from businesses, or are you getting many pushback on businesses with that sell the nips, you know, uh, the out liquor um, stores and such? I personally have not received any communication from any business wanting to you know, discuss it. Um, and I certainly, you know, I want to be business friendly, but at the same time, we need to do more as humans to prevent uh, plastic use in general. Mm -hmm. And to me, this is one of the bigger things that we see during our cleanups is nip bottles and single-use water bottles. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I don't, I definitely don't want to ban single-use water bottles because we want encouragement to people to have access to clean drinking water and hydrate themselves and, and hydration yeah, right. um i if we remove those from the shelves I, I believe that people would go for the sodas and the juices first mm -hmm. before they'd buy a one gallon bottle of water so i just i can't see that being feasible in my mind um mm -hmm. you know when we do cleanups and everything we try to encourage people to use reusable bottles and we try to you know work that angle but um back to the nips um, I've had several communities reach out to me to borrow our language for for their city and town. 
So it's awesome. So it's spreading. It, it is. Yeah. It's, and once it spreads, you it's can do the state really. Yeah. And this is part of the awareness building of yeah. making education. Sure, yeah, education in these NIPs. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, and, and it's such a, you know, why are people throwing them out the window, you know? It's just... <laughs> You know why? Why are they? Well, because people single don't. Use. They don't want to. Yeah, the single use. Yeah, plus oh, right. they're drinking and right. driving, probably. So the the <laughs> really plastics ban has been. Melissa, did you want to say something else about that? You could also get in trouble for having empty open, nips in your container, in your because yeah. mm -hmm. it's open container. So I mean, right. lots of reasons. I don't, yeah. I don't agree with throwing them out the window, but I can understand why people the, would the negativity have of having them in the car as yeah, well. Sure. However, I drive around with a lot of nips in my car because I do cleanups. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope they, they know my history when they pull me over. So. Yeah. Indeed, you might have to have a little card. Yeah. Part of the, yeah, you know, people stick. against litter. Yeah, people, yeah, yeah. You know. yeah, hot car stinks for a right. reason. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're not drunk. Yeah. We just picked up. Um, Sorry. So the single, this funny. Um, <laughs> the single funny. use ban around plastics mm -hmm. has been in place in Gloucester specifically since what January first. January first. Yeah. Right. And so uh, we're we're into it uh, several months now and. Um, how is it working? Like I it know that you're out there. It's working. Wonderful. I see everybody with their bags in the grocery store. I'm so happy. I want to run up to them, say, give them a big hug. Thank you. Because mm -hmm. really, I, I actually yeah. do that. I know. I think, so. I think people yeah. all the time. Yeah. I don't see them in the trees. It's going to take a yeah, probably a couple years for us to eradicate it, but, but right. hopefully you're not we seeing will. them hanging and stuck in trees. Yeah. Like yeah. you know. You, well, like you used to. Yeah, I know. I've been noticing yeah. that. Yeah, so, I, and Rockport's ban just went into place on March yeah, 1st. Yeah. Right. And then Danvers is in June because I went to the meat market and they were doing that. So they were June and, and, and people, and they're not happy. This lady was talking about it. And I said, it's okay. You're going to be fine. You know what I mean? It will work out fine for you. We did right. it in Gloucester. Right. So I think people get scared of things, just like the carry and carry out. <gasps> I can't have a barrel for my stuff when I leave the beach. Right. And people get panicked. <laughs> but yeah. that's worked out fine, too. Yeah, right. Yeah. 18 years this year. Well, yeah. 18 years of my life. It's not perfect. And the city put barrels in the parking lot, which I'm very sad about. But, you know, we, we continue on, you know what I mean? And to continue to educate. Yeah. It's know? education. I think, yeah, I yeah. think it's hard when you are coming from out of town to enjoy the beach or something like that and you don't know all the rules so you don't mm -hmm. come prepared. Um, but I do believe at the concession stands that there are bags available mm -hmm. if you ask. Mm -hmm. So so we're talking about behavior change which sometimes needs to be um, forced. forced on you <laughs> yes, a little bit. But with good policy, mm, right. a real change can be made. So we've seen really good yeah, policies yeah. coming in on Cape yeah. Ann. The, the, great. Yeah, Gloucester and Rockport, mm -hmm. um, Manchester and Essex, yeah. you know, doing the bans. And um, and there has been a, sh a shift in, in what's yeah. being out there for litter. There's right. been a shift, too, in people wanting to know how to start a group. Because I get calls, I got calls from the western part of the state. <laughs> okay, uh, from Auburn. So that's they want us central. to come and help. They want to be. Did they really? Yeah. I said, I, like, I, said I don't go inland. That's what I told <laughs> I don't go over the bridge. Yeah, I don't go inland. But, you know, I said, just start a group. You don't yeah. have to, it doesn't cost anything. You don't mm -hmm. need a sponsor. You don't need permission. Just start a group. Yeah, yeah. Just I would just you encourage sent. you to work with your local DPW. Yes. Yeah. So, so how, how does that happen? So there are a lot of clubs, uh, litter clubs in, in Gloucester, and I know that there are more, and I want to get to that. But what's the best way to work with the DPW when you start a, a litter club? So say there are some kids 
in Essex or say the kids in Rockport who might want to start a cleanup. Um, and there are those out there, but wh what do you think is the best way to connect with the DPW? Well, I would, for me, it's a little different because I'm a city councilor. Like I would encourage you to go and talk to your city councilor and have them be the liaison between DPW, yes. um, which is, you know, the, the ultimate cleanup and the supplier of the bags. So we, we have a good relationship with DPW. They know that we go out every Saturday morning from eight to nine and we advertise the location of the cleanup yeah. prior to, and then we either use C-Click Fix to document where the bags are, which is wonderful, or we contact oh. them directly. And, and they let have them been know. terrific on a Saturday. They will come and pick up the bags. That's great. So, so the DPW comes and picks up the yellow bags. The bags. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, when they're full. Yeah. When, when they're, they're full. full. Yeah. You and there were know. times that when we first started this, I would actually bring them. Yeah. To the DPW. It, yeah. And it depends. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, like, you know, checking in advance or they communicate with me and say, hey, we don't have anybody available. Right. I'll put the seats down in the back of my truck, put a tarp down, yeah. and put all the bags mm -hmm. in. So yeah. um, sometimes you have to do that. Yeah, because it's better than just leaving them on the side of the road for a few days. Right. Animals will get into the bags yeah, and yeah, it turns right. into food and then they're all over again. Yeah, right. then we yeah, right. yeah. clean the same yeah. area. Yeah. That's yeah. that's the last thing. You but know. our DPW and I, I like to give them a shout out because yeah. they have been so cooperative, and they never moan. You know, when I call them or mm -hmm. see them, and mm -hmm. I thank them. You know, it's mm -hmm. both thank. Well, that's a partnership. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So besides one hour at a time gang and people against litter, there is what, those are two. What are the other groups the in town? The Clean Tundra? City Commission. The Clean City Commission. government. And mm -hmm. um, what else do we have? Um, well, there's a... Clean a, City Commission keep, is an advisory board to the city. So And the Clean City good. Initiative. Yeah, right? that's me. Yeah, that's you. That was just a... And yeah. there's, um, there's Keep Massachusetts Beautiful. Beautiful, right, well, right, right, Melissa right. and I went to a summit at Endicott College on Saturday. On my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> it was eye-opening, and we've been collecting trash for a long time. What did, you, what did you hear there that was eye-opening? One of the <clears throat> biggest things I heard was, unfortunately, this is a problem everywhere. Yeah, yeah that's and good And that to know. was the unfortunate yeah. thing. That actually made me feel better, though. Oh. Me too. Because it's not just... Here. Yeah. yeah, but it yeah. made me feel sad too to think that the whole state, and this is just state, has issues, you know. Mm -hmm. But there's movement, banning balloons, which is one of my pet peeves. Yeah. Um, Non-smoking on the beaches, which now Gloucester has. Move forward with that. Did you? Yes. Yeah. It's wonderful. I think that's terrific. <laughs> yeah. On the playgrounds, um, we. It's, again, the prevention, the education. And if someone doesn't like it, I don't care. <laughs> Did no. you hear anything else at the conference that you want to implement in oh, Gloucester yeah. that you haven't? Because mm. this is advanced. I mean, Patty, you've been doing this for 20, 20 years. 20 years, yeah. yeah. And Donna, uh, yeah. you know, a long time. And Melissa, you're, yeah. you've been involved in this. Yeah. And this is one of your issues, time. right, yeah. as a city councilor. And um, so what did you, did you, did you glean any new ideas about uh, um, what to focus on? So Keep Mass Beautiful is a part of Keep America Beautiful, and then they have a subdivision of that of the local. So we can start our own Keep Gloucester Beautiful initiative. And part of that belonging is sharing information, sharing initiatives, 
going after grants, um, grants bulk important. purchases, um, mm. like the butt butlers and stuff, those can be bulk purchased with within the group. Um, and it can cover multiple cities and towns so we can get a better buying deal as well. Yeah. So keeping so. collectively could also, mm -hmm. you know, participate in it? Mm. Correct. Different. It was, um, there was a good representative from Gloucester at this summit, uh, which I thought was terrific. Right. Because yeah. I think, they to be honest, to learn. people were pretty impressed with us. Yeah. yeah. Because we have so much going on to try to prevent stuff getting into our oceans and in our streams, and it's just... I think Gloucester is one of the most creative groups as far as cleanups go as well. Um, and our partnerships with private businesses are huge. Um, one Ocean, One Love sponsored a big cookout at their business after a cleanup last yeah. year. Yeah. And it was yeah. great. It was amazing. Yeah. Food okay. and yeah. um, the Coast Guard got involved. Um, the gig rowers, they had a big cleanup, but they did it by boat. That's like, awesome. It was fabulous. That's we awesome. went and rode around the harbor. We had grabbies and nets and, uh, you know, it was just, it's a unique environment that we have and that's have. a multi-terrain <laughs> and so it was it was neat to see the different groups getting involved with cleanups it was really amazing yeah it's nice that we, everyone has a different touch to it like yeah you know what i mean this is one hour and people's right. asking people just in front of their house and right right we just yeah. come up with the awesome things yeah it's engagement it's yeah, engagement yeah. It's, engagement. it's always <laughs> and it's continuous and it's to yeah. change that stigma of trash yeah like it's not Yes, it's negative, but it, there's also some serious positive aspects of it mm. where, you know, Patty, for example, when we did a cleanup at the cemetery yeah, yeah, and then yeah. um, that got me thinking about what are we doing to prevent this happening in our cemetery. So I worked with the city to create a cemetery committee and now Patty's on that committee. With so Sandy, Barry, I, and Carolyn, they're all yeah. awesome. Yeah. Wicked hard working And people. they hire goats. Well, one of yeah. them, oh, they have goats yeah. to eat the poison ivy. Yeah. Yeah. Because and then the, you can <clears throat> see the trash that's underneath the poison ivy yes. that you can't get to, so you're plugging that right. out. Right. And yeah. uh, there's, I mean, it's led to the restoration of the but, cemeteries yeah. and better management of the cemeteries. Yeah. And this and, all came from just being in the cemetery to clean picking up, up trash. a potty yeah. spot, a huge yeah. potty spot. <laughs> Yeah, they actually use headstones as part of a fire pit. Like, yeah. we were beside I mean, so ourselves. Much, oh, there's still so much glass. It's not like it's over. Oh, dear. Yeah. So, so is it young people, you know, partying in these spaces and leaving all their things no, there? It's, it's every, no, it's Like I said, so, it would be fascinating. Yeah. Like, we, I think our ordinance really need to be tighter. And I, I think I read you talking about that most mm -hmm. in the paper. And I really think it's important. Like, I live over by the Animal Forest, a wetland I've been cleaning for 18 years. And the dumpsters are overflowing, and, and I went to the Board of Health, and I showed them the pictures, and it seems like at that point it stops. And so the dumps are still overflowing. It's all coming out from McDonald's and from the car wash. And, and so we just, we have to really, you know, try to work on that, too, to, you know, yeah. really enforce that. I know, you're not, you know, we're not going to find people throwing the stuff out the window because I'm looking all the time. I'm going <laughs> to like this. Go ahead, throw that cigarette out. I'm yeah. waiting for you. Yeah. But, you know what, then they don't do it. So I really don't think it's, you know, it's police's thing or the DPW. It's really, it's, it's, it's us. us. We're going to have to be yeah. the one. We need right. to police ourselves. And so yeah. I'm sitting in the Shaw's parking lot one day and some kids come out of the grocery store with ice cream cones and they unwrap it and they throw it on the ground. And I open the door and I'm like, I think you dropped something. Yeah, that's Whoopsie. what you say. And she's yeah. like, oh, yeah. 
So and I and mean, they went and picked it up. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. I mean, not always. A little public shaming, <laughs> right. you know. Yeah, yeah. public shaming. Well, yeah. there, there was a little bit of that a, a couple of years ago, where folks were dumping in um, in a in a spot down on Condolin Road, right? Yeah. And taking pictures and then finding finding out who's doing it. Oh, oh yeah, oh, yeah. It's we'll very important. I go through trash bags. Oh yeah, yeah. I have yeah. no problem. People with who that. like throw their trash mm -hmm. and yeah. they don't want to. If, if uh, someone who had yeah. granite top, throwed, they, they threw it in Magnolia Woods, they put it on Facebook. Someone said, I know who that is. Yeah. Oh, There's <laughs> no getting around it in yeah. a small well, community. Facebook, no. is, Facebook has really made it. Like when I started this 20 years ago, I was just picking up the playground area, and that's what you yeah. did, and that's okay. what I did. But with Facebook, yeah, there's a lot. You've got to be careful. You've got to be watching what you're doing, people. You can't <laughs> brag about a home renovation and then go down to trash. So how do we empower people to make that next step. So it, it, we're, trash is something that bothers everyone. I yeah. mean, honestly, when you see it, it bothers you. You know it's not supposed to be there, but how do we get people to, to take that extra step? What, what, do you, what do you think are some, are some good positive tips? I think what we have to do is go to the education and what happened to the fining of people who used to litter? You, when I was a kid, you got fined. And my mother would have given me one of these, and we never littered. That was just not, it didn't happen. But the commercials of give a hoot, don't pollute, you know, that really, and the Native Americans standing there yeah, with the tear. That, we should bring the Indian back. it's still happening. Yeah, yeah, it's well, still I happening. I don't, so it is education. We need to teach the parents to teach the kids. Kids, yeah, that works out a lot. There are a lot of initiatives. Um, yeah. Ainsley Smith from the Clean City Commission, she does a lot with the schools, um, working with DPW and gets into the schools to to do education. They, the kids, just a couple yeah. weeks ago, they did a huge recycling education, um, and they were able to reuse some of the stuff and make them into art projects. Right. So it was great. What's that called? Um, Simply Smart? I don't know. Change is simple. Change, change, change is simple. Change is simple. Yeah. Well, that's, that's yeah. another group, I think. Yeah. Yeah. That, oh. That's another group that does oh, okay. school oh, work. Oh, that's not yeah. the same group. No, um, oh. it, this was something that oh, okay. Ainsley had partnered oh. with uh, DPW on. Um, and then learning more about recycling. Like, I didn't know that you could only recycle things for a limited amount of time. So yogurt containers that say I'm in a recycled container, well, their lifespan might be done. You may not be mm. able to recycle that. Nips, they're too small for our per, mm. our trash hauler to process. So they won't recycle them, right? Mm -hmm. So plus, China's not taking our recycling anymore. Yeah, so yeah, I, we have to work harder on harder. prevention yeah. and, mm -hmm. and refusing to accept plastics. Um, a friend of mine got um, a little medicated tube of uh, lip gloss or something, and the package was this yeah. big. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, could you just yeah. put it in a little yeah. paper tube and it's right. completely yeah. recyclable. And to advocate for packaging reform right. really is yeah. what, what's yeah, necessary. Really yeah. right. and, uh, and, and new materials to be used in packaging. Yeah. And that's one of the things that I've seen with the plastic bag ban and the polystyrene ban is, you know, I've got the nickname of the banner in a lot of um, congratulations. Yeah. I know, it's <laughs> great. Um, and I, I don't want to have to take those initiatives, but through those, it's opened our eyes to straws. So, and the danger of straws, and yeah. it's like mm -hmm. a little Save plastic tube. You would think, right? Yeah. You know, what could mm -hmm. go wrong? Right. Well, Rockport bans straws. Right, that was a good but initiative. Yes, in all the restaurants awesome. in Gloucester, 
I do not get one with my water anymore. No, never. They never. ask you no if you stores. want one. Yeah, right. um, yeah. so, so, I, so businesses are taking part. Are, are yeah. happening. Right. People are, are taking happening. part. Changes are happening. But you There's teach people too. Like I went to right. 99 and she gave me a straw. I said, oh no, I didn't catch you. And she <laughs> said, Oh, I said, how if you say that to people next time? How if you ask them, do yes. you want the story? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Melissa said it. Yeah. If we could do that, that's huge. Or you pull but your own out of your pocketbook. We didn't yeah, have to move own. forward with a band. Right. Like, people are taking it upon themselves, and they're learning. Yeah. And I think because of the first two bands, that they yeah, moved things forward are starting to uh, yeah. things are starting to change, which yeah. is great. Well, Melissa Cox, thanks for being with us. Mm -hmm. uh, Patty Amaral Thank and you. Donna Artizoni. Thank it's you. been fun talking trash. Oh, with we you. love talking trash. We love talking trash. It was really fun. Thanks for watching. I'm your host, Mari Norwood. Check us out on social media. Until the next time on Cape Ann Report. Take care. Thank you.